This is the podcast TV show that gives you the facts, food, and fitness. Join me as I travel around in my RV interviewing people from all around the world via online and in person, discovering the eight dimensions of wellness so that we can find a way to live in complete balance. Check that out, guys, the final product. If you're hungry, you got a smell of vision, there you go, I wish, right? Welcome to Wellness on the Go. I'm your host, Jason Cronin, and enjoy the show. Our guest is an international speaker, podcast host, and producer. He's the author of an upcoming book called The Profitable Podcast, and the founder of a company called Amplify You. I'd like to give a warm welcome to Michelle Abraham. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle, and how is your day going? Oh, it's going awesome. Thanks so much, Jason, for having me here. This is awesome. I can't wait. You're super welcome. Before I start, I would love to know, I mean, you mentioned about living in RV, but now I saw in your bio, you live off the grid. That, like, the second I heard that, it reminds me of that TV show, Alaskan Bush People, where they have no power or they have power, but uh, how's that lifestyle? I would love to know because I sometimes think about it myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've totally watched that show, Alaskan Bush People, and it does remind me of where I live, actually. Um, we live on a lake where we have to get into a boat to drive over to our house. Uh, once we get to our house, our houses run fairly normal. I'm in it right now. You can see on video. Um, it's a normal house with lots of windows and normal cooking things, but we are completely off the grid. So which means that we have no power. Um, we run our power off of solar, uh, which is connects to an inverter and to batteries. And we also then have a water turbine through a creek that runs through our property that then creates more power for us in the winter when there's less sunshine. We also have our own creek for filtering our own drinking water as well. So we live on eight acres. Uh, we are about 20 minutes away from the my kids' school. So they take the boat across to get to the school bus and go into school. Um, but just to put it into perspective for your listeners, the closest Starbucks is 45-minute drive away. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I think that's awesome, though. Like Honestly, sometimes I joke around about getting an island and living on there because there's no more stress. <laughs> just <Yeah>. get away. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much on our own island here. There's nobody else that lives here full-time all year round. In the summer, our... The area that we live in gets to population of 30,000. In the winter, it's about 3,000. So uh, we definitely see a lot more boats and a lot more action in the summer. Hey, I give it, I give a lot of credit. That sounds like an awesome lifestyle, perfect retirement, or even just perfect life to have less stress. But I did see in your bio that you're a podcast host and a podcaster. When did you start actually podcasting? Oh, that's interesting. I started podcasting probably in 2015. Uh, and my first podcast feel like this was called RV There Yet. And it was all about my RVing adventure uh, with my family. But actually, it started because I did a summit where I used the recordings from the summit to create the interviews for the podcast, which then sold the recordings from the summit, which then bought our RV. So <laughs> that's how we started podcasting. I fell in love with the platform and I started looking into podcasting and was helping other people podcasting in 2012. Um, so a couple of years before I started my own show, but I just fell in love with the modality, the vehicle and what it could do for people um, by giving them that credibility and that positioning and helping them with their businesses. That's amazing. Cause I sometimes wish I would get a sponsorship from an RV company and I can get a really cool, a drivable RV and upgrade a little bit, but I'm managing what I have. That's excellent. 
but overall, congratulations on being ranked number 16 out of 50 moms in podcasting from Podcast Magazine. I sat, that sounds like an awesome, awesome um, position to be in. And for our listeners out there, how do you start to become a podcaster? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, you have to think, um, I know that sponsorship's coming for you, by the way. I can just feel that you're going to get a new RV one of these days. And if there's any any like RV companies listening out there, this would be a great podcast to, to put your put your vehicle on and, and have a sponsorship. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I can totally see that. Um, so how do you begin podcasting? Well, Jason, it comes from an idea, right? And usually what we find is that that idea comes from an experience you've had or something that you love that you can't stop talking about or some sort of your education or a combination of all of those. So the podcasting industry is like so wide open, right? It's open for your creativity. It's open for you to be who you want to be and use your voice in the way that makes sense for you. Where we are Amplify You, the company that I have is a little bit different in the podcast space where we only work with entrepreneurs who at the end of the day want to grow, use the podcast as a tool to grow their business. And so that's different than like the hobby shows or shows about sports or shows about true crime or news where they have big money backings like sponsorship and the business is the podcast or they have a lot of a lot of advertising dollars behind them. Where the goal of the podcasters we work with, every single one of them have a one thing in common is that they all want to make a huge impact in the world with their message. And so by using podcasts as a vehicle to do that, they can really get their voice out there to be heard by more people, make that impact they're looking for. And in return, we can make a huge impact by helping them get their voices out there. And I just love that space to be in. And so starting, it just starts with an idea that you have. And for our podcasters that are entrepreneurs, it starts with them having a business and then a way of them wanting to get more people into their business and more people to make an impact uh, with. So it all starts with, hopefully that answered your question, it all starts with an idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. My podcast actually started from a Toastmaster project I was working on for credit for Toastmasters. And I love it. And I always wanted to do one, but this is motivation to actually get the word out there. I love wellness, love traveling. And that was a perfect option. And when I saw your podcast connect meetup, I was like, this is great. You have so many people involved in this. This is way more than what I thought. And then I'm like hooked. It's like, it's like mm -hmm. a drug. It's awesome. You can ask questions and learn and perfect. Almost all of our clients think that podcasting now is like their most favorite in mine too. It's like my most favorite thing to do in my business um, because it allows you to connect with really cool people. It gives you a platform to reach out to people that maybe you wouldn't have connected with otherwise. And it's just like a really cool way to use your voice and practice, practice your speaking and practice your, uh, and your creativity too, because you, you have to be authentic on a podcast. There is no fake it. This is not a fake it till you make it kind of situation. You got to be real right from the start. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm high energy, so I guess you could feel the high energy right through the computer. <laughs> but, Absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, but I, the one question everyone always asks me, is every subject matter appropriate for a podcast? Famous TV. That's a great, great question. Is every topic of, mm, yeah. So here's where I think that that could, could change. So for example, like you do cooking segment on your show. A cooking segment is awesome for video, right? Um, but it's kind of hard to kind of convey that over 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 audio, right? 
And I take a look at podcasting maybe a different way than other people where I think I suggest people record in video because I think it's fantastic. Um, and then you can just share with your listeners what you're doing verbally um, during the cooking component. Or, you know, we have a client that does the clothing. Um, she does shows on different clothing and styles and stuff. So she's going to use a lot of words in describing it <laughs> to the audience. Um, but then they can go to YouTube to see what it looks like too. So yeah, I think, you know, in that case, that's applicable in whether in the, in the sense of how it's recorded, but as far as topic topics, I'd say it's open for everything's open these days for discussion on podcasts, right? You've got some podcasters getting in some, a lot of trouble these days for things they've said on their show. And you've also got people that are being uh, rewarded and and notice for things they've said on their show too. So I think it's wide open for whatever you want, wherever you want it to take it. Definitely, because I know Howard Stern got in a lot of trouble for some things he said. It's not a podcast, but it's radio. So people think radio and podcasting are kind of similar now. They're crossing over a lot in mm -hmm. that kind of uh, realm, I guess you could say, of uh, voice and, and answering questions and entertainment. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very similar. I mean, the only, the only thing I see really different about the, the radio is that back in when radio was originally made, it was like very much location specific where podcasting and things open up the broadcasting um, streams to be able to be heard across the web everywhere and on demand. So now our listeners can choose. They're not forced to listen to commercials and things that they maybe don't want to listen to or particular shows they're not interested in, they can skip forward into something that they want to hear. Definitely. That's what I love about it. And I, this is a big question for everyone listening. Can you make money podcasting? That's a big question. <laughs> it is a big question. Oh my goodness. And I have maybe a little bit of a different kind of answer to this question is um, there's a couple of different ways. So the people that we work with, because they have programs and services in their business already, it's much more of a it's much more of a way for them to monetize their show by showing tons of value helping their listeners get a transformation and then inspiring their their listeners to take action by coming to join them in a two-way conversation right podcasting is very much a one-way conversation and what the listener wants is to then have a two-way conversation with you so whether that's joining you in a facebook group or or having a session with you or direct messaging you something is the next step and so i my belief is and this is not it doesn't have to be what is what works for everyone but what i think is that if you look at how much time and energy you spend into your podcast i would much prefer to send people to a program and service that i have that's mine and put an ad in my show for a program or service that i have than recommending um, a type of software that i use in my business that maybe i might generate like a couple of pennies off of a month or twenty dollars a month off of I would rather keep that valuable time and airspace for something that um, that people can come to me for in my programs and services. So it depends on what platform you're on, though. Like sometimes those ads are great and those ads will fund the entire show. And that's awesome. And you do see some revenue coming in for that. So and people, I think I think it depends on what your goals are with your podcast as to what works for you. I think there's no right or wrong. I think it all works great. And there's Patreon out there, too. So I find Patreon really works for um, people who have a service or program that, you know, or they're a YouTuber or they, you know, they have a podcast that people want to then get more of their time. And this is more about the show is like the, the business. 
So people can go on Patreon and buy a membership to get more access to the behind the scenes content. Or, you know, I saw this a lot in the RV space where then they can get more time, find out where they are or how come and meet up with them somewhere on the road. So those are some, some ideas for Patreon. That's great. Oh, I never thought about that. I love that idea. And that's, you brought up some great ideas and gave me some new ideas. Definitely going to sit down with you and focus on some of those ideas. Because um, it takes a lot that one person can't do it all. You have to need a team. Like your team is an awesome team that helps a lot of podcasters get out there and spread the word. And the question I would be is about the benefits of podcasting. What are they for people listening? Not just the speaking aspect, but also I feel there's a lot of psychological too, and it helps people really send their message. Maybe that is suffering from something that can help other people. For sure. And Jason, I can relate to where you're in your industry that you're in, because I was in the fitness industry before I came a new mom. I was a personal trainer, holistic nutritionist. I had a fitness studio. I wish I had done it in an RV like you're doing though. That's so smart. I love that idea. <laughs> um, but I had boot camp locations across our province. And then I became a new mom. And because I was already busy in business, I had this business brain. When I became a new mom, I kind of like went to mush. <laughs> and I did a lot of goo goo gaga playing on the floor with him. And however much I love being a new mom, it's like my business brain is really like, <laughs> it's just hard, this is hard to handle. And so I did turn on Apple TV and I found the podcasting app on Apple TV. That's how I found podcasting, actually. Um, I became an avid listener. So I turned on this show called The Venture Millionaire, or some of you may have heard um, Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy. Those shows were just beginning in 2011 when I started, even Entrepreneur on Fire was just starting. So I got hooked on these shows, listening to them, thinking, oh, you know, like, this is really helping my business brain come back to life a little bit. And looking back now, I see that it, I was starting to go down to that postpartum depression and this really helped motivate me. So I put my earbuds in, I put my son in a stroller and every Monday morning when I knew eventual millionaire was going to drop at 8am Pacific time, I would be ready to go for my walk to listen to the new episode. So I recognized as a listener, the impact it was making on my life. And I was like, holy smokes, like this has made a huge impact on my life. My, I feel better and more motivated. I'm feeling like I'm getting out of that slump I was in and it's given me some new motivation. So if this is the effect I'm having and the, and the behavior, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I want that episode to drop every Monday, right? And I listened to every episode she had. This is the behavior of the listeners that, that now I got to keep that in mind when we start to do our own podcast, because this is how the listeners behave. So um, that really helped me get started on my career of helping other people in their podcast, be, being a listener first, but also help me overcome something. And I think the, the impact that the podcast can make is that they are like the perfect tool for someone going through something, right? You know, not feeling motivated to work out or don't know what to cook for dinner or just feeling like overall anxiety we have a show called love your anxiety you know, there's all sorts of things that can really help you with podcasting and you're able to choose the topic that resonates with you right now it's amazing you say that because actually podcasting for me helps with my anxiety because i meet all mm. the people that deal with wellness and aspect of the eight dimensions of wellness it actually helps me out learning from them and other people that are listening and on your podcast i know amplify you what are the topics that you cover yeah. So Amplify You is a podcast for podcasters. So if you're thinking about becoming a podcaster, or, you know, you're interested in learning about podcasting, I do two different kinds of interviews. So I have a behind the mic interview or I interview shows. So Jason, I'm going to bring you on to that show. We can talk all about your show, amplify your show, let listeners know to go listen to it. So it's getting to know the behind the mic, the host behind the mic. The other interview we do is called Ask the Expert. 
Ask the Expert is all about someone who works with podcasters. So we bring on a voice coach or someone who can really help us with the monetization piece or really with um, who turn your podcast into a book. So all sorts of topics that really help podcasters. So I do two types of different interviews on that one show. And then like you just said, that you, the people you bring on your show really help you. I have a, I have a, I'm the host of a uh, show called Blissful Parenting. I don't own the business, but I am the host of the show. And I am a parent of a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. And boy, tell me, this is the best free therapy and education and coaching I could ever have gotten by bringing on all these parenting experts. Every week, I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to learn. I'm going to try that with my kids. And every week, I'm learning something new that is improving my life in some way as a parent. So it is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That And I saw your podcast. I went online to your podcast. I love how you break it up into different styles of interviews. And I was watching that. And for anyone listening out there, that Amplify You podcast that Michelle does is awesome. Even if you just want to hear about podcasting or learn more from all the listeners, it's perfect podcast to start with and to go from there. And it's great. Actually, I learned so much from it. The one thing about new podcasters, thinking about podcasting, is what is the major problem that a new podcaster runs into, or even someone a seasoned that can't break out of that realm of trying to get their podcast known? Interesting. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. And I think you have to go back and listen to or figure out like what what go back to the beginning again. Why did you start the podcast? What was your goal? Was the goal to get um, some more credibility and noticing? Podcasting can be a little bit of a lonely place sometimes when you don't have a community like our podcasters connect and collaborate or coaching or something like that along with it because we do a lot of talking into the camera and sometimes we don't get a lot of feedback back <laughs> from the other side. So we're not really sure, are we doing a good job? Are the, like how many downloads are good? How many downloads are okay? Like we're I, like sometimes you can't even measure yourself because you don't know the parameters, right? So one of the cool places I love to go to look at is called listennotes.com and you can type in the name of your podcast and see on a global ranking where it is. And that grows over time. Um, but back to your question about, now I've gone off the track of what your original question was. <laughs> I think your original question was along the lines of um, major problem major problems right with being being seen and being able to grow your show and it's true and i think one of the major problems is not knowing the parameters of the analytics secondly is knowing that your what your goal of the show is and then being able to um kind of measure it right so like is it to get clients into your door is it to get more reviews is it to get more downloads what is the goal of the show and i think for most of us in a space that we're in, like with the entrepreneurs, I think it, it is to see the, the needle moving on your business. And so I actually use the podcast as a tool for networking. So in the behind the mic interviews, oftentimes I'm interviewing our clients that we've helped launch their show. It gives a really great testimonial for us. Um, and it really um, allows our listeners to hear someone that's worked, um, worked with us on the Ask the Expert interviews. I'm interviewing people who could be potential joint venture partners, could be potential clients, could be potential people. So for me to measure the problem with the measurement, the problem with knowing how to grow your show is to knowing what your what your goals are is the, the short answer for that. And so for me, knowing my goal is to use the podcast as a networking tool and as a tool to 
uh, create that credibility and that in that platform for me the downloads don't matter it's more about the people that I'm meeting through the show that really matters to me so I think at the end of the day in order to grow the show one be as many places as you can be promote your show I think people sometimes forget to promote their show <laughs> and then go out and be on other shows as well that grows your listenership as well absolutely that's a great answer for those questions and then you you, you spoke briefly earlier about your clientele, but what is your ideal client for people listening out there that really want to start a podcast or just want to talk to you about maybe what they can do in their business to grow their business through podcasting? Yeah. So the one client that we work with is someone who has a business they have a product or a service that they've been, they've been working on. They recognize that podcasting is a great platform for them to reach more of their ideal audience. And so their one goal altogether, they're an entrepreneur, but also they want to make an impact, a positive impact in the world. So every single show we work with is someone making a positive impact in the world. So if that's you, then we'd love to talk because you're our perfect, uh, perfect podcaster. We want, we are like the Hay House of podcasting where it's personal development, spiritual development, entrepreneurship, health and wellness, improving the lives of our listeners. That's perfect. And a lot of people fit that category. The one question before we go on break, I ask all my listeners this and also uh, my host, or I, I, before we go on break, I ask all my listeners and also guests this question. What is your definition of total wellness? If you were to write that yourself? Ooh, good question. Total wellness. Hmm. I think that you wake up every day excited to have the day unfold. You have energy to keep up with your kids or your significant others or to go outside. You're close to nature and that you are loving your life. So I think that's total wellness because if you have those things and your mindset is in that space, then I think everything else works. Absolutely. That's a great, that's a great definition right there. When we come back, we'll learn more about Michelle Abraham's business. We're back here at Michelle Abraham talking about becoming a podcaster. You are the founder of Amplify You. How did that business start and how did you get the name for that business? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that name. I love the name of the business and I, it took a long time to come up with it. And it was my, I have to credit my brother. He, I think he's the one that actually came up with it. We were talking about the results we wanted people to get when they worked with us. And really we looked at podcasting, was it doing well, it's amplifying the, your voice. It's amplifying your message. It's amplifying you. And then finally we came up with that. I would have to say though, from a branding and marketing coaching perspective, let's just have a little tip here for a second. The way we've spelled amplify you is A-M-P-L-I-F-Y-O-U. So we've dropped one of the Y's. We've combined the letters together. I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> it's not, it, it's cute. It's great. We like it. I think it looks good but it's really hard to search. It's really hard for people to spell properly. It's really hard for people to find us. And on platforms like podcasting platforms, our Y is a capital Y. And so if you don't put it as a capital, you can't find it. Oh, <laughs> so wow. in hindsight, it's not a good name for, for a podcast. And we love podcast names to be something that are literal, right? Like the profitable photographer or <laughs> love your anxiety or something that you kind of have the idea of what you're going to listen to when you click it. So Amplify You started in 2012. 
And this is uh, how we've evolved with that name. <laughs> we still have it. Um, we have a few other websites out there like podcastsalesmachinelive.com is something that we're sending people to. It's a free workshop to monetize your podcast. We also have um, mypodcastcoach.com. So we've got a few others that are easier to spell and easier to send people to. Um, but if you want to take a look at the shows that we work with, it's amplifyyounetwork.com. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. You have a lot of shows on there, a lot of people. And everyone I spoke to always loved that you helped them out and got them to the next level. They felt lost and now they're able to do the podcasting and feel comfortable and make it fun and not like something they dread doing. And for a lot of people out there, they make it feel like a job. We got to have fun with it as well. Because I love talking to people. I did see that you have multiple services. What kind of services do you offer at Amplify You for your customers? I know you mentioned some of the uh, different other websites. Yeah, so we offer so we offer podcast launching. So we want to help you get started. And as we've been going along in this business, Amplify You has always been. Uh, it was born, and I can tell you a little bit more of the story. It was born because I was um, had a podcast and had to learn how to do it. And then I was noticing that there's a lot of people that help you launch your podcast, which is what we do too. But where there was a hole in the market is that all these people are helping people launch podcasts and they're like, okay, see ya, have fun. And what I found was that it was after the launch and people like stopped podcasting because they're like, uh, what, how do I edit all this and put it all together? And, you know, I had a company helping me and then they, then they said, okay, I graduated, but how do I sustain this? How do I manage it? And how do I continue on and promote it all at the same time? So Amplify You podcast management, it really came and I didn't, there wasn't even anyone else calling it podcast management at the time when we started it. Um, but it really came from how do you manage your show on a weekly basis? And our goal was that our hosts, their uniqueness is their genius. Amplifying it to the world is ours. So we want them to stay in their zone of genius, which is the content creation and not worry about the technology and not worry about all that. Because I think the technology and in the managing it is some of the fears that stop people from launching in the first place. So that's really, that was our goal there. So we have Amplify You, put launch your podcast. We have um, podcast management. We also guest, we book guests on other podcasts. And together I've met Evans Putman, who is someone I met through my podcast. We realized that we were the missing puzzle piece for each other's businesses. He's all about podcast management. So together him and I run a program called podcast sales machine live.com. So that is where people are ready to grow their podcast and monetize it and connect it back with their business. That's perfect. And that's, that's great that you mentioned that teaming up and a lot of people I speak with here, I really feel like making a team as well for my business mm -hmm. personally to grow my business and offer aspects differently online. That's perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, uh, overall, what are the three biggest opportunities in podcasting today for someone thinking about doing it or that has tried it? Yeah, I think the three biggest opportunities, one is that visibility, that positioning, the credibility, you're owning a platform and that's valuable. Um, you have, and then number two, I think is the opportunity to create a transformation in your listeners. If you can create a transformation from your show and your listeners, you've got a customer for life. And I think number three is that, you know, people think that the podcasting space is getting kind of crowded right now. <laughs> and I think that podcasting is like, oh, I don't want to do podcasts, like another thing I have to do for social media. So the opportunity here is think about your content strategy in a different way, flip it on its head, do podcasting, and then get all your other content from your podcast. You know, you can cut it up to social media and blogs and transcriptions and videos and 
you can do everything, honestly, from those podcast episodes. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times I'm trying to make new videos to go on social media. And there's so much in a podcast that you can break it up mm -hmm. into multiple segments. And with your company, that helps a lot. And it takes a lot of the time away from the person trying to promote themselves. And overall, in your bio, you did mention the four barriers to stop an entrepreneur from launching their podcast. What are those four barriers, if you were to mention those? For sure. So one is fear. Fear that no one's going to listen or fear that you're going to be too successful, right? So that fear, <laughs> like you're not ready for that, right? <laughs> Number two is technology. So thinking what you need for a podcast versus what you actually need looks when I give this live presentation, like a table with tons of equipment on it versus a microphone and a your laptop and Zoom, right? Um, number three is time. So like I just mentioned, that time thing where you think podcasting is going to take you so much time. And it will take you four hours a week if you're doing it yourself. Um, but if you have, if you can make more money in that four, eight, 12, 16 hours a month, if you can make enough money uh, from your podcast to then pay for a team to do it for you, that time is cut down by a lot. You're buying back your time. Plus the content strategy I just spoke about that time, we can compress the time with that. And the last one is procrastination is stagnation and analysis paralysis. So thinking that it needs to be perfect. Our favorite saying is if you didn't, if you didn't, if you're not embarrassed by your first few episodes, you waited too long to do it. So there's no better time than now to get going on your podcast because 10 episodes down the road, you'll wish you started earlier. That's, that's great because I'm thinking of my stuff right now. I watch some episodes. And I'm like, Oh God, I hate how I sound or never look uh, back like at this. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, everyone asks, if, do you go back and listen to your episodes? Heck no. I was there. I remember what I said. I don't need to say it again. <laughs> and, and when I'm editing, I'm like, oh my God, I said that again and again and again. It's like, it's crazy. But speaking yeah. about fancy equipment, I do use quite a bit of fancy equipment recently. I use a soundboard. I use an interface. I use a lob mic. Um, but I know a lot of people just use, like, like you say, a Yeti mic. What, do you need fancy equipment to do a podcast or can you just do it on the go with like a zoom recorder if you really needed to right and i love that you've got the fancy equipment because i think after time when you realize that you're invested in this and this is fun and you're going to keep doing it sure upgrade the equipment but for the time being get a 200 yeti microphone you already know how to use zoom and so do all the people you're going to interview which is great that cuts down the barrier of like anxiety for people coming on a show and you already have a, if you have a laptop, then that's great. Then you're ready to roll. So that's all you really need to get going. And you sound, sound great, look good. And you can always improve over time. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I've seen some people use just a zoom recorder for doing pure audio and then a microphone or just a zoom recorder like uh, on the microphone stand. And I've seen that audio version. If you're doing video, like you said, you just need a Yeti and then a good laptop and maybe a good wife, uh, good webcam. And you're probably good to go. Yeah, exactly. And can podcasters also do it in video format in both video and audio? We kind of pretty much spoke about that. But what do you prefer? And do you think the video uh, captures more eyes or the audio? Oh, I think, uh, I think both. I think if you don't do one without the other, you're missing out a lot of population. There's a lot of people on YouTube. There's a lot of people in all the audio formats. So platforms, sorry. So if you combine the two together, it just makes the most sense as far as repurposing because you're saying the same thing, but people listen in different ways. I'm an audio listener, so I'm going to go to listen on 
because I can take a podcast anywhere I go rather than listening or looking on YouTube. But there's a lot of people that are sitting at work all day and watching YouTube. So you really, you want to get the best of both worlds. Exactly. Yeah, I love the, uh, both options of it. I'm actually trying to turn mine into an actual show show uh, where I add more segments and like cooking. You said the cooking, the full cooking segment is in the YouTube version, but I take out the actual cooking segment on my audio version and just tell them to go to YouTube to check out the full segment. That's great because then you're bridging the two together too. I love that. And uh, before we go, I would love to know, is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners out there and where can our listeners go to hire you? So I want to tell your listeners that they were put on this planet because they have a message and they have something they need to share with the world. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Your message needs to be heard. And if you've impacted one person with that message through your podcast, you've done your job. So definitely don't feel like you don't have anything to say because you do. <laughs> you are here for a reason. And uh, listen to Jason's show because he's got some great questions on here. And you can learn to be a great interviewer by listening to this show. I'm very impressed with the many shows that I've been on. Jason's been one of the top interviewers I've ever had interview me. So uh, I think that's amazing. And if you want to check out more about what we do, head over to amplifyunetwork.com and feel free to reach out uh, anywhere that you see fit. So other social media or through our email address on the website. Really appreciate information. And I do read everyone's bio that's sent to me. And I spent about an hour writing questions and I looked through the bio. So do your homework before you put someone on your show. That's the main thing I find that helped a lot. And I learned from you as well on your podcast, connect all those people out there, do their homework and really, uh, taking everything that I learned from, from you, your company, as well as other podcasters in your connect group. And it helped me significantly trying to really get into the flow from it. Oh, thanks, Jason. That's so nice of you to say that. I love, I appreciate you coming and showing up in our community too. You're a huge asset for us too. But thank you. But it has been an awesome time having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great fit day, Michelle. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being on our show today and talking about your business and how you take people's podcasts from an idea and bring it to a reality. The Body Express Wellness Solution tip is when you're on the go and you don't have any weights or anything available to make your workout harder besides body weight, I go to water bottles. Working out with water bottles is a great choice because you can change the resistance, almost like a free weight stack. You can add more water or less water in your water bottle. And a great tip today I want to show you is how to get a great arm workout with water bottles on the go. If you don't have gallon water bottles, you can use smaller water bottles like quart size water bottles and you can still do the same exercises. But we're going to go with the gallon water bottles. I have them filled up about halfway. It's about five, maybe six pounds. And we're going to start off. We're going to abs in, back straight, feet shoulder width apart. And just for simplicity, I'm going to show you five repetitions of each exercise. We're going to start out with bicep curls. So we're going to bend your elbows one at a time and go right and left. And let's do five. One, two. There you go. Three, four, five, and relax. Normally you could do about 10 to 15 repetitions per set and try to do at least one set to three sets. 
And next exercise I like to do is you're gonna turn sideways, elbows in, bend, and then straighten your arms. Breathe in and then out, arm extensions, or they call it kickbacks. Let's do five, and one, two, three, four, and five. After you have your arms all pumped up, and you can be listening to some great music at the same time in your hotel room, because if you don't have a gym at the hotel, or if the gym is not so nice, then water bottles are a great workout tool. I am your host, Jason Cronin on Wellness On The Go. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. And your support is greatly appreciated. If you could help donate or support our show, that would be great. But thank you for watching and have a great fit day. And I'll see you next time.